You are listening to Wow, Wish Only Well Radio with your host, Siobhan Gross, marriage and family therapist, inspirational coach, and motivational speaker. Wow Radio Show is designed to encourage, inspire, and motivate you to be the best version of yourself. My guests and I come to educate and uplift. We come to Wow to help you get on and stay on your road to greater. Today is a good day to Wow. Wish only well all across the world. Let's go. Wherever you are in the world, good day, good people, good day, and welcome to Wow. Wish only well radio show. Well, I am your host, Siobhan Gross, marriage and family therapist, inspirational coach, and motivational speaker. Listen, guys, you know what we do. We come together to WOW to wish only well all across the world. I am so, so super excited to have my special guest in the studio with me today. My special guest today is coming all the way live from Nigeria. So my special guest is Ocholi Ocholi. Okusapa. I sure I messed that up. But we will get him to correct us. <laughs> I am so ready to get the conversation started with Ocholi. But before I do, let me do him justice by properly introducing him. Ocholi Okusepta. Okusepta. Ah, is the co-pioneer of the Relationship and Marriage Outreach, reaching out to all class of singles and married couples through the Singles and Married Hangouts sit out in the premarital school which they host from the city from city to city in Nigeria and other parts of the world the vision he has pursued with his wife Julia is to bring clarity to single people before and in the course of relationships and help establish godly homes through the teaching of biblical principles on relationships and marriage Ochali also believes that through prayers, the will of God is established, and he continues to see diverse miracles released in his ministry as God intervenes in circumstances that require more than teaching in human action. He is the author of several books, including Hubby and Wifey Checklist, Questions You Must Answer Before You Say I Do. This is a book that he co-authored with his wife. Ochali is a legal practitioner by training and managing partner of NUMA and Law, a firm based in Abuja. He is a notary public, holds a master's in oil and gas law from the University of Aberdeen in Scotland, UK, and is an alumnus of the Institute of Public-Public Partnerships and the International Law Institute, both in Washington, D.C., here in the United States of America. He is married to Julia, his lifelong love, and together with their three-member squad, David, Ariella, and Hamina, they make their home in Abuja, Nigeria. Listen, guys, without further ado, let's welcome my very special guest. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Wild Show. <laughs> Are you here with us? <laughs> I'm here with you, and I'm wowed by that, um, that introduction. <laughs> wowed by the introduction. I mean, it is quite an impressive uh, introduction, and with the things that you have going on, it's just awesome. You and your wife have some awesome things that's going on. But first thing is first, because I know that I really butcher, and let me apologize to you for that, for your last name. So for clarity's sake, can you please tell the guests the correct pronunciation of your name? 
Okay. Well, you 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 got you got it for let's say nine percent. Ocholi okutepa. You got ninety percent, so that's fine. Ocholi okutepa. Okay. I mean, trust me, you did you did you did so well. Some people even in Nigeria would just murder my name totally, totally. <laughs> like <laughs> I've been called all manner of things, you know. So yeah, you 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 you're, you're almost there. Ocholi okutepa. Okay, great, 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 great. Yes, I always want my guests to feel very welcome, and I don't want to insult them in any way. But listen, I am so honored to have you here today, and I'm so glad that you're out of your busy schedule to make an to make an appearance here on Wow. Listen, I am so excited to get into conversations about all the great things that you're doing. Um, so let's just jump right into. Um, um, conversation about the relationship and marriage outreach that you have. Um, you co-pioneered that, I believe, with your wife. Can you tell us about that? Awesome. All right. Um, it, it's a vision that uh, the Lord put in our hearts. Um, I met my wife about 19 years ago. Um, that was our first year in university, and uh, we became friends and uh, three years down the line, we were courting officially. Uh, then sometime um, 11 plus years ago, in December to be 12, we were married. Uh, we were just children of God, loving Jesus, serving Him. We did a couple of things on campus, just serving God, doing programs. It was not about relationships or marriage. It was not about marriage or anything uh, about what we do now. It was just... Uh, I'm principally a teacher of the Word of God. That's my calling. Um, Julia is an intercessor, counselor. I mean, we're just serving Jesus. Uh, but some years into our marriage, uh, we began to sense a very strong call in this area. At first, it was slightly awkward for me in particular. Um, I, I could easily fit into the apostolic movement, you know, where people do great teachings and wow. Their audience, I mean, it's a common move right now in the body of Christ. Apostles here and there, you know, teaching mysteries of the kingdom and all of that. So it felt like, I mean, this was not an area I should take seriously. Like it was, it was something too simple to be dealing with in the sense of being a teacher. But the impression was so strong on our hearts. And um, we began to teach along that line and, in fact, some of our friends thought something was wrong with us, like um, focusing on relationships and marriage. But, I mean, we just, like Paul said, um, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. So one step at a time, you know, God has a way of unveiling things in bits. Um, it began with a blog sometime in 2013 when this emphasis began to be so strong in my heart. I began to blog and write about it. Uh, then, same period, I began to run some series on Facebook. Just run series on Facebook. I could pick dating and explore dating, pick courtship, explore courtship, uh, talk to men, talk to women, talk to husbands, talk to wives. And I mean, that went on. Then, as of 2015, some seven years ago, we decided to have our first hangout. Um, apparently, people had been following a lot online, more than we thought. Mm 
um, in our first event, we had around 300 persons come in from 12 states in Nigeria. We have 36 states in Nigeria. We had participants from 12 of those who came into Abuja, first ever event in Abuja, uh, because uh, when we got married, we were living in another state, and we moved in here uh, about 2012 before I left for my master's and came back to Nigeria. So it was our first ever event in Abuja, first ever event that was focused on relationship and marriage, first ever independent event um, after we got married in 2010. All we had done was while we were students in school until 2008. Uh, and it was like, wow, this is serious. Uh, from that point on, we never stopped. Like, we've had small meetings, big meetings, thousands of persons, um, been to so many cities in Nigeria doing the same and outside of Nigeria. So that, that's how it began. Uh, we began to hold those meetings. Of, of course, uh, we've grown now to the premarital class monthly online. It's on Zoom. Uh, School of Marriage for the Married Monthly where we have participants from sometimes uh, as much as 20 countries joining in in, in, in a month class. Um, so we've, we've just been growing as we uncover the vision, uh, but the, the main trust has been to bring clarity. Uh, there's a lot of confusion out there, a lot of confusion, there's a lot of concern, then there's a lot of, uh, you know, inexperience. You have people who get married genuinely, they want to be happy, but then they can't even find the path to happiness. And for context, let me just uh, close this answer by saying, a lot of people think all of this is principally because of the family I am from, but they are wrong. Yes, it starts as a motivation um, along the line, but that's not why I got into this area. Because um, our experiences can count, but our experience experiences should not call us into the ministry. Um, I have a very difficult or tough past, family-wise. My parents were separated when I was eight, divorced by the time I was ten. My father had been married four times. Uh, from a properly broken home, uh, I would say, uh, where polygamy bites for real. Uh, where you have all the fallouts. I'm first child person. Uh, and the turbulence we have been through as a family uh, because of what I'm talking about. Uh, God so kind and thank God for the seed of Christ uh, and the Holy Spirit that guides us. We've been able to stabilize the family to a point, but we went through so much crisis because of polygamy. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad I am first and God has his, his hand on me. Uh, I can just imagine what my family would be like without the influence of the Holy Spirit. Uh, bringing some calm to the situation. So that when I was um, dating Julia, I had to tell her I have no practical experience to draw on on what family is like. Uh, and I told her she was my one and only chance and I was not going to blow it. Uh, that's why I've done a teaching uh, online from a broken home but not in a broken marriage. So at some point, in the midst of all of that deep sense I had that God wanted us to do this, um, I can feel the pain of people failing in marriage practically because I came out of one. So it just serves to deepen the burden uh, we have in this area. And that's how we have just remained faithful to, 
the vision that God has given in this area. Wow, that is powerful. That's an, you know, an awesome story of, of your vision and how things have come, you know, to pass for you um, and how it started um, even, you know, with you dating and then eventually marrying your wife. You know, relationships, um, that's a really hot subject because everybody is trying to figure it out. Like people are trying to figure out uh, marriage uh, when you have sure. couples are married, they're trying to figure it out. And then you have the singles trying to figure out why they're still single and what do they need to be doing to prepare for uh, a relationship and eventually marriage. Um, and so here you have this ministry that's been set aside to help to do just that. But what do you find in terms of, of providing these services? What do you find is like the number one issues that couples are having? Okay, <laughs> number one issue, right? There are two issues. So, um, but um, I'm going to say the one I always put about number one issue. Last is just chapter four, six, or six, four, just right. Okay, uh, people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Um, it is a major problem. Uh, people think a lot of people just want trouble. No, people don't want trouble. People want to be happy, but they don't know how to. You know, um, it, it, it's so sad. And what happens is one generation of ignorance births the other. Wow. So you see someone, someone growing up who watches their father treat their mother in a certain way, and it imprints on their heart that that's how a woman ought to be treated. That's why you see that certain circumstances are prevalent within certain communities. It's a transference of understanding, a transference of knowledge, because every human being is born blank. You were not born with any knowledge. You learned everything new, and you gained everything you have now gained. You picked it up somewhere. So the world is dealing with a knowledge problem. The church is dealing with a knowledge problem. So you will see two believers, tongue-talking, spirit-filled, intending to have a fulfilled life, but the guy doesn't know that he's not yet been schooled on how to be a husband. Or the woman doesn't know she's not been schooled on how to be a wife. All right? So this person gets in with every other qualification. Lawyer, doctor, engineer, or... Uh, a trained artisan, I mean, very skilled in what they do, forgetting that every other thing they became, they studied for, whether in formal education, informal education, or formal education. So there's a, there's, there's a lack of knowledge that is bedeviling the world. People are going through breakups that they didn't need to have just because they don't know how to handle relationships. People are going through breakups because they actually started relationships they should never have started. People are going through crises that have degenerated to emergencies in marriages, not because crises shouldn't happen, happen in marriages, but because they didn't know how to handle it. So, um, number one issue for me, let's even deal with all the well-meaning people who wanted it well, but who are having it bad. It's a knowledge problem. 
So people need to be schooled, people need to be taught, people need to learn. But that problem is two-faced. Number one phase is, just like the Bible says that the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few, we need more people drumming in knowledge, more people who teach these things boldly. I know the culture today fights against the truth, but we need more people teaching truth. Right? Number two, we need more people getting interested in the truth. For instance, I was a candidate for failure. I didn't, I mean, I have no living memory of my father and mother under the same roof and happy. It doesn't exist. I was so young when it happened that I, 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 I can't close my eyes and tell you my father and mother were together. How they gave birth to four children is still a mystery to me. Wow. <laughs> because it doesn't exist in my mind. Mm-hmm. And we are products of our thinking. The Bible says, guard your heart to all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. Another translation says, it determines the course of your life. So I had to pick interest in a different kind of knowledge to have the life I have today. I had to become interested in the books that could help me. I had to become interested in the teachers that could help me. I had to be interested in the mentors that would help me. So you have a lot of people who want what is good, but have never paid for, assessed, or even sacrificed to take in free knowledge. So everybody is busy, everybody is busy, everybody is busy, jumping around. So you have a lot of empty people jumping around trying to make life full. And that's a problem. So number one problem is knowledge, whether for the lack of the information, or for the refusal to be enthusiastic about the right information. For instance, with the profile I heard about your show, some people should literally set the alarm clocks to follow this show every time. Just sit and listen. Sit and take in some value. Be wowed, all right? So knowledge, knowledge, is, knowledge is, is, is a major problem. For singles, for married people, knowledge is a major problem. I, uh, you know what, I'm just sitting here just astounded by what it is that you're saying because it's true. It, I mean, you, you just hit the nail right on the head. It's just a lack of knowledge, and we get into these things not having an understanding. And, and sometimes we get into relationships when we're empty ourselves, right? And so when exactly. we're empty ourselves, we've got to figure out um, what to do. Exactly. How to whole. And like you said, a lot of that comes from mentorship, but mentoring with the right people, connecting with the right right people that can help you mentally and emotionally and that can fill you with the word. So, yes, I wholeheartedly agree with that, with uh, the lack of knowledge. And so you and your wife have come up with these concepts to be able to help people to get the services, um, you know, to get the education that they need. And and you do that through, you got the single and married hangouts, you have sit-outs, you have the premarital school, and you're doing a lot of things on social media where you're posting a lot of reels and, um, you know, um, information. Um, People have to really want the information, though, to be able to um, gain that knowledge that they need so that they can be successful in these relationships. And it's interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was agreeing with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And it's interesting, though, that the here we are talking primarily about relationships in terms of of marriage intimacy. You know, those types of relationships, preparing singles uh, for marriage. Uh, helping the married couple to stay married to each other. But the basis of any relationship, I think we can put any type of relationship, the parent-child relationship, any type of relationship, we can put that a lot of times these relationships fail because we because of that lack of knowledge and the things that we need to do to be able to help ourselves to overcome those shortages that we have as a result of maybe things that happen to us in life or uh, just a number of things that can affect the way that we uh, interact with others in a relationship. So I think that this is awesome, uh, this ministry that you and your wife have to educate people about uh, having um, um, healthy relationships. This is awesome. Yeah. Thank God. God. Yeah, so is there anything? I mean, this this time really goes fast when we having these relationships, dating, <laughs> courtship. Yeah. And I, I believe I read somewhere, I've heard somewhere where there's, you know, you've, you've identified how there is a difference between the two. And I think that especially here in the USA, we, we get that confused. We don't see a lot of dating. We don't see a lot of courtship, you know, uh, the different things. And I think that uh, that's missing, too, because you don't have that time. Where you can that time where you can cultivate the relationship and get to know more about one another before you jump into and say that we're in a committed relationship. And um, to be honest, I don't think that people have a good idea of of even what commitment means in a relationship, right? Because like you said, they're jumping around dealing with their own stuff or having not dealt with their own stuff, and they're jumping into these relationships. Um, you know, they're jumping into marriage. Marriage should be something that is forever, but we don't do it that way because, you know, we're missing a lot of things. So, yeah. So do you have any comments, anything that you want to share? We're, we definitely, I would definitely love to have you back so that we can continue this conversation. We can, because I can tell that you have a lot of knowledge here that we can all benefit from, Right. Thank you. Thank you for that kind word. Um, I'll, I'll just say something to what you were saying, which is so critical, very critical. Um, you know, it's just like, um, I, I hope I get it right with the structure of schooling in, in, in the United States, but in Nigeria, we kind of have the crash where the little babies, um, if you need help with keeping your babies uh, because you have to go to work and all of that, then they go to preschool, uh, you know, then they get into the grades, like grade one to five. Uh, then you go to what we call secondary school uh, or high school now. You know, it, it's face by face. Uh, now, for a child to develop academically properly, you know, you need to run them through those phases so they're able to transit properly. Uh, the issue today is people jump into commitment without regarding the faces. Uh, it's such a jump for a lot of people. Yeah, they skip things. And uh, civilization should not in any way get to the point where it replaces the basics of life. All right? If you don't get to know a person, you will not be able to work with them rightly. 
and you will not be able to establish a long-lasting relationship with them. It's as simple as that. So um, I explain, because I know there are different definitions of dating and courtship today, but, um, and in fact, in this generation, people just move in. I mean, people just move in and get going like, that's it, that's it. No, but that's, the Bible says that wisdom is justified in her children. What is the product of our civilization? It's producing awkward results. It's producing relationships that don't last. It's producing relationships we can't be proud of, head face of relating. This is really good stuff. It's is... deal breakers for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. So dating is, is uncommitted, all right? So in my group of friends, you are just another friend, but I have an eye on dance to 16. Um, am I getting my scriptures right tonight? Do not be unequally yoked. So first of all, with unbelievers, he said, for what fellowship has light and darkness? So the first thing I'm checking is if you're even a believer at all. That's layer one. Layer number two that I can fit into the dating space is if your faith is genuine. Because there are a lot of people who profess the name of the Lord whose faith you cannot say is genuine. And the Bible tells us all about that. If Galatians 5 identifies it. There's a fruit of to be seen as somebody who is judging. I'm like, oh, you missed it. I'm not judging your salvation. Your salvation is between you and God and how you get into heaven. All right? But I'm judging your place in my life. That's why even for preachers, the Bible tells us to test all spirits. Mm -hmm. If I test a preacher who just preaches to me and goes away, how much more the one who should be in my life for life? So that's the dating phase. But once you move in, you suspend all of this. Once you begin to act like a couple, you have suspended all of this. Mm -hmm. You are supposed to watch, watch, watch closely. Now, when the dating phase ends, it ends with a formal proposal. Again, I'm sorry, civilization, but I've got to say the truth. You know, in this generation, people are living together in the same house, having all the sex they want to have, then uh, get into a restaurant or in a garden, one takes the knee and the lady is screaming, oh my God, he's a boss. My friend, stop that thing. Put your hand. I said, put it. I've been living in the same house with you. Why would you put it? Put it. What's all that surprise about? You have already been married in practice. All right? But dating should actually properly end when there's a proposal. In essence, the one proposing is saying, the male usually, of course, is saying, you know what? have watched and I have good enough grounds to commit to you to head towards marriage. In the lady's acceptance is an unspoken word that says, I have also been watching you for the basics. I am stretching forth my hands because you, you meet up with the deal breakers. Let us start the journey that leads to marriage. Now, what is the courtship phase? The courtship phase is a confirmation phase. All the assumptions I made in the dating phase, I will confirm them in the courtship phase. Why? In the courtship phase, you lose the patent to privacy. This person has come closer. This person has a stake. You are now relating way more with rights. This is where some people begin to fail. You just realize that all they did, they did to get you. So, 
sadly, for a lot of people, they never confirmed what they assumed. I'll give you a scripture that is so shocking. Jesus' parents traveled for three days, assuming he was in the company. Assumption is your worst enemy in your journey to marriage. Hmm. Assuming he was in the company, three whole days. But guess what? Every time you fall for a fatal assumption, you lose time. Jesus' parents had to travel three days backward to go and find him. Why? Assumption. Had they sought him when they were still in Jerusalem, they would have not traveled three days through, three days back to look for him. They lost six days to get back to square one. So there are certain things if you confirm, you can get certain kind of marriages. Of course, when you get to the marriage point, there's an assumption that you have done all your checks and all your confirmations and you know what you are doing. So people mix these things up. Once there's butterfly in your tummy or stomach, as we say in Nigeria, oh my God, he swept me off my feet. Don't worry, the carpet is coming back under your feet soon. When fantasy meets reality, you will realize that it's not about being swept off your feet. It's actually about standing on your feet in that love and knowing what you are doing. Because there's a two-year period, Gary Chapman puts it at two years maximum, of the emotional phase of love, where you begin to face the realities and the facts. I mean, we left, in my marriage, for instance, we left the emotional phase long ago. We now do the emotions. The emotions are not the ones doing us now. We craft the emotions. We make the emotions happen through intentionality. Why? We have gone past all of that excitement. Yes. No, the excitement now exists as a harvest of action. So that's why people must take the pain of denial. All you want to do is to move in. All you want to do is to do this. All you want to do is to do that. But maturity tells you, you know what, slow down. Slow down. You have all your life to love. Date. Caught. Watch closely. Because who you marry is your responsibility. Oh, it's been such a pleasure to have you here on this wild radio platform. Before we get out of here, will you please tell the guests how can they follow you and hear more about um, your messages on marriages and relationships? Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Um, Okay, so um, we're active on Instagram, Relationship and Marriage. Relationship and Marriage... um, we have a unique uh, logo. It's just R&M. It's black and white. Um, same, same name on YouTube. We have lots of teachings. Relationship and marriage. Same on Facebook. Uh, then we have nine books on Amazon. Nine books. If you manage to get my name right, there are no two names like that on Amazon. Australia <laughs> Kutepa. Uh, I'll just run through. I'll just run through the titles. I mean, you, they are topical. Uh, some are exclusively for the married, some are for singles, uh, and some both married and single can read. So we have a prayer booklet, uh, a 15-day prayer course for singles who are concerned about the issue of marriage and or just want to pray about their marital destiny. Uh, it's called the Marital Release. We've got lots of testimonies from that book. Because when you pray right, you get the right answers. Um, it's called the Marital Release, a 15-day prayer course. It just helps you pray. Uh, we have the Hobby and Wifey Checklist, which I co-authored with my wife. 
questions you must answer before you say I do. Then we have the help, I am in love. Uh, that, that, that's a thorough courtship guide from when you, you think you're in love with a person through what you need to do in a relationship and how to, you know, lay the proper foundation for getting married. We have um, love and submission, very topical issue. There's a lot of debate around the subject. So uh, I did a quick uh, expose on love and submission as taught by the Word of God. Uh, we have Till Death Do Us Part. It's our biggest book. It contains 75 reflections. Um, I, I call that book um, uh, a masterclass for the married and a, a perfect guide for the single um, uh, till death do us part. Uh, we have a book that is exclusively for singles. Uh, sorry, for the married, exclusively. Uh, it's a book on sex, mutual coming, uh, foreplay, sex, and orgasm exclusively for, for the married, thought of the pages of scripture, uh, simplified sex uh, for the married. We have uh, books like uh, Knowing God's Will for Marriage. In that book, I analyze and inter uh, explain dreams, visions, trances, pastor, uh, pastor say, my parents say, uh, analyze all the external and internal voices and show you how to come to the knowledge of God's will for marriage, knowing God's will for marriage. Then finally, we have, uh, will you marry me? Every single should read that book. Will you marry me? All right, so um, very topical books. Um, and we did some simplifying that I believe you can um, benefit from, all on Amazon. Great, that's great. You're right. Uh, just hearing those titles definitely let me know that there is something that, uh, you know, every person can benefit from if you're married or if you're seeking to become married or if you're just trying to have a general understanding of relationship. I mean, you put it out there to help us get that knowledge that we need so that we can be better um, in terms of creating healthier marriages and healthier relationships, courtships and dating, uh, you know, dating and moving into the courtship phase. Again, I thank you so much for coming and being a part uh, of the Wild Wish Only Well radio show. Um, it is my desire to have you back again so that you can continue to share more information with us because, like I said, relationships... I'll be, I'll be glad. <laughs> Relationship goals. I'll be glad. Everyone has. There are a lot of people with relationship goals. So thank you very yeah. much. We want to end um, this broadcast for uh, this edition of Wow uh, Radio Show. Please join us again on next Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another edition of Wow Wish Only Well uh, Radio Show. You can also join us on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Wow Wish Only Well Live TV Show. So until next time, we will see you. And remember to wow someone, wish only well to everyone all across the world. Thank you, and have a good night.